0: Yes, they serve excellent pancakes, but they are somewhat counter-revolutionary.
1: Good morning. Hi, it's me, John. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty well. Here's why. Wait, Ooh. wait I have to scratch my ear. Sometimes you have an it itch really deep in your ear, and you really have no, no recourse other than to stick your finger way in there. It could be an infection you have to think about. Eh, no no pain, no pain, just an inch. Just an inch. I'm gonna
0: take like a, a q tip and I'll I'll douse it in vodka.
1: Really? And put it in my ear. Is that bad to do? I have never heard of that um uh of that method. Um I've definitely stuck a q tip in my ear and, and used it to clean clean the inside of my Not ear. Not a high end vodka. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, but not the worst.
1: No. Uh, so the reason I'm doing well is that I just um, I took a a supermarket croissant. Well. And I uh, <laughs> and I uh, sliced it um, lengthwise with a with a bread knife, and then I. Um, put it put the two halves face up in the um oven and i broiled them i toasted them essentially I, I this is if i owned a toaster oven which is something i should probably have i would have just put it in the toaster oven and then i so i toasted them and then i uh put the put some butter on them and then some um uh apricot jam yeah and then i ate them and that you made ate- me happy Ate it all right up. Yeah, I ate it right up. That's How about good. you? How are you today?
0: Well, I just uh, just woke up, just rose, been up for about ten minutes.
1: Yeah, hi, Oscar. Uh,
0: say hi, Husky. Assembled my um, computer and microphone because I have to put it together every time that we do this because I I don't really have a desk; I'm very portable.
1: So yeah, I'm, I've seen I'm your feeling. setup. I I know what you mean. So I feel like I'm. um,
0: It's it's wartime, and I'm setting up my radio, my secret radio under the stairs, to (laughs) broadcast back to the uh, back to Germany. And I'm a Nazi in this. (laughs) Oh, really? Idiots, double-crossing Nazi in this fantasy. (laughs) Not even conflicted. I I I am very conflicted. I'm not conflicted. I personally not conflicted about the Nazis. I know where I stand. I'm against them.
1: Good. Very good.
0: Uh, the first to come out against the Nazis. But uh, when I assembled my little kid, there was a, a German-American club in New Orleans called the German, the Deutsches Haus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which had been there for a long time. A great old building. And, and,
1: well, hold on. You're breaking up... Uh, could you repeat that?
0: They had a very active bunt in New Orleans uh, before the war.
1: Yep. Did I lose you? I said uh, that they had a very
0: active bunt in New Orleans. Um, war too. Bunt. Bunt, like a pro-Nazi, boosterish club.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say. I wanted to say it because it fe- feels really good to say. Bunt. It's
0: also the name of a river that goes through Shanghai.
1: Oh yeah. Bundt
0: it's a handy word um, but go on um, and they had uh, uh, like the, the caretaker for the deutsches house turns out during World War II was broadcasting troop movements to the Nazis oh you know, to back home, through a little radio um, just as you would have expected him to do and they there was a raid on the deutsches house so by the time we were in New Orleans there were just uh, uh, sausages and accordions and now it's been torn down for progress
1: um, you know progress, um, one of my favorite uh, speaking of progress and things being torn down I'm extremely upset about this um, and I'm, I'm googling it now so that I can share it with the, uh, the many many listeners um, little Pete this great restaurant uh, near Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia um, is being closed down to make room for another boutique hotel, which has become which has become very popular in Center City. Um, but this place is is great. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go to the Yelp page here, but it's it, the di- it's a diner and it's, it's also got- part of
0: the part of,
1: part of what it's
0: part of the Boont.
1: i think i think it's boon related yeah um it's like uh grumpy old people making you food and serving it to you on a a big u-shaped counter so that you're you know and you're facing inward toward the toward the cooks and servers um and it's very tiny there are a few booths but they're quite uncomfortable and they're jammed up against the wall um and uh the food is fine but it's a it's got a great vibe to it and um I'm very sad that it's it's going to close. So Didn't tear it down. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Uh, what is? What do you make? What do you make of people who like put like a two star review on Yelp that's helpfully illustrated with a bunch of photos? Those are like, bad people. You go into a restaurant. You go into like. You go into like a grumpy old man diner. In center city philadelphia and you get some uh, you get an omelet and some pancakes and they're not so good and what you do is you take photos of them and then upload a very long review denouncing them on the yeah. internet right. why do, Why do you do that
0: it's a sickness john it's the, it's the modern sickness <laughs> the modern yeah um, I don't. I don't like Yelp. I don't like the reviews. No, seem. I like being able. There's pretty comprehensive, up to date. Has the hours of things. Um. But I. Uh, you yeah, know, it's like everything else seems like, the, the 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 internet is just the secret police, and the Yelp seems like a part of the secret police files. You know. Uh Yes, they serve excellent pancakes, but they are somewhat. Counter-revolutionary, <laughs> <Their> omelets. <laughs> you know, well, people are always being reported. People being reported on, without knowing, without any recourse. Yeah, that's without not any, cool. Without any reason. Without I any I, reason,
1: I feel like a dissatisf- the, the dissatisfaction with a meal at a restaurant. The correct response. Is to not go there again. Yeah, I think
0: it's your fault, your own um, fault, your own damn fault.
1: Yeah, ordering the wrong thing, going the wrong place, even not being where a, you belong. Even giving Perhaps. someone a lousy tip in yeah. in uh, retaliation for even poor service, I think is is too much. You should just not go back. Just don't go back. Don't put things on the internet about it. Give the yeah. give the waiter or waitress a tip, and say yeah. Fuck you. Here's 25%. I'm out of here. You say that to yourself in your mind and feel good about it. having Thank you the meal. Thank you you've... for not poisoning me in this. There you drug. go. Yeah. If you've been slightly poisoned. Think of how much worse it could have gone. When... Thanks for not
0: thanks for not poisoning me outright,
1: you might say. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> e coli through your negligence. But thanks for not just, you know, arsenic me up <laughs> arsenic me up turn me around
1: so, make me uh, out be your clown so i did something um i figured the last thing i needed was to increase my social media presence but, but I you joined instagram but i joined instagram and here's why it actually it's, it's actually solving a problem which is not a problem but it was, a, it was a streamlining uh, gesture. I post photos to Twitter often, and I post photos to Tumblr sometimes as well. Um, and sometimes they're the same photos, and then I have to use different interfaces to upload the same thing and then type different versions of the same caption along right. with them. In the case of Tumblr, I might type a longer one uh, than I would on Twitter, So, I have to decide which things to include and which it's, and it's just, it's just clunky. And then I realized that uh, I could do what a lot of people seem to do, which is you have an Instagram account and you just post on Instagram. And then there's a little dialogue at the end where you can choose what other social media you want to shoot it over to. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So, um, so I, said, I thought great. I'll just use this as a platform for whenever I want to post a photo somewhere. I'll just do it through Instagram. But then I discovered that a lot of my friends who have a very light social media presence otherwise are actually hanging out on Instagram. That's my that's my uh, uh, arrangement. Right yeah. Now. I didn't know that. You're posting tons you've posted tons of stuff on Instagram. Like every couple of days. Yeah.
0: One the, the the basic conventions as they stand today which will surely change of instagram are you don't post that often and you don't have to say much about it and most of the people who are on it are of the the the, the tedium of facebook and the outrage of of twitter are not part of (laughs) at least the instagram that i that i see it's not as promote you know it's not a lot of self promotion or promoting other things or it doesn't seem secret police like
1: no, so far I've seen no outrage on Instagram. I've only been on there a few days. I did see, however, you t- posted. You put I, I, one thing I like about your Instagram so far is that uh, you post a lot of um, awkward, uh, serendipitous household scenes. Yeah. At That's least where you, I live. Yeah, That's, and
0: yeah. Uh, other people th- are posting, you know, something from their travels out in the world. Right.
1: I don't don't do that. But you, you post instead a photo of um, a copy of Robert Walzer's Masquerade, an excellent story collection that I believe you told me about, that it has been coupled with, paired with, uh, is accompanied by a DVD of the cult favorite The Room... Uh, which I still haven't, I still haven't watched. Um, oh, you need to see it. Yeah, Tom. I know, I know. I've, I read the book though. I read the, I read the book yeah. about it, which oh, we yeah. talked about in a previous well, episode. Most interesting
0: thing about the room to me is Tom Bissell's take on the room. So,
1: what did what did Tom Bissell say about the room? Well, he wrote the book. He co wrote. Oh, story. yeah, that's right. He co wrote the book. I forgot about that. I was thinking it. it was just the actor who wrote it, but Tom was no, sort I, of his. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's the there's the Valser book, there's the room, there is a giant jar of sauerkraut. A really a really it's a substantial huge, like,
0: couple gallons of sauerkraut.
1: That's yeah. a that's a shit ton of sauerkraut. Um and then there's a uh there's a um uh Curious George flashcard. Yeah. I see a couple of uh I see a couple of yeah, letters O, us. I guess. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be made of fabric, and uh, there's some um, some charging cables for various devices lying around. I, I like this combination.
0: If you can tell me which devices that those cords go to, it would be, it would be very helpful. Really? We're not sure.
1: We well, the have one... a bunch of
0: cords and a bunch of devices, and, and some of them like each other, some of them don't. They all look exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Uh, the blue one, I don't know. Uh, the white, but I'm sure you know the white one is the lightning cable for the iPhone.
0: Okay, I think the blue one is to a Smurf. <laughs> what? I think the blue one is the recharger for, for a Smurf.
1: <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep your Smurf <laughs> Recharge charged. your Smurf. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the recharge of the light Smurf Brigade.
0: Um, <laughs> Uh, and that was uh, I, mean, I just that's that's how things had happened to cluster on that uh, on that counter in that particular moment, and I thought that that needed to be documented for yeah for posterity or almost
1: posthumously. I'll I'll do um, in the same way that Howard Stern used to um, used to summarize the Nancy comic every morning. I'm going to I'm going to give little uh, verbal verbal descriptions of of uh your instagram photos here we have a we have something that looks like a a, di- a dinosaur bat a bat that with a dinosaur face yeah a toy uh we have a, i was gonna say it was an, an ethernet port but i actually think it's just a telephone phone a jack. telephone port, phone jack yeah uh, we have a little robot that may also be a candle
0: Made by Shauna uh, Shauna Hannibal, who I believe listens to the podcast. Really, was, she always makes a little Christmas craft, and that was her Christmas craft this year. was a little robot candle. She made a little monkey candle about five years ago, but rats ate it. <laughs> what? The rats ate candles? most of it. Yeah. They they as far in as they could reach to the through the packing box to the little handhold in the banker's box. Rats yeah. ate, uh, sort of clawed out about half of the monkey.
1: Where was the monkey living and why was it exposed the to monkey rats? was in
0: the basement of our house in Ravenna for about a week. Uh, when we were moving from, well, maybe a month, when we were moving from Missoula uh, back a year ago. And it, it was a box that went into the basement for about a month. And the rats did what they could.
1: I'm sorry to hear that, but um, maybe the robot will fare better.
0: We don't. We have. There's some rats in the backyard. We live in the city, so there's there's rats around. Yeah, but I don't think we have any indoor rats. At the
1: moment. Good. Good. Yeah, actually, the last time I was in Seattle was uh, for Bumbershoot, and not um, true. No, that's not. Yeah, you're right. The time before that was Bumbershoot. Uh, last time was uh, the book tour. I'm sorry, it's all coming together. It's all uh, oozing together. It's all. Ooh. I don't know what it's doing, but when I was there for I past
0: and time, present and time, future ooze together. Ooze like ooze.
1: <laughs> uh, I was standing uh, around with a friend, wondering if we ought to go to hear uh, what's that band, Death Cab, play in the in the big hall, uh, or to just throw in the towel and leave. And um, while we were standing there. Talking this over A rat (laughs) Came uh, Climbed over a nearby fence Down the fence And darted into the path And over my shoe Over your shoe And away Yeah And uh, that seemed to indicate that it was time to go Yeah
0: It's now death uber for cutie
1: (laughs) (laughs) Death bunt Death uber Death lift for Tod bunt via cutie yeah, cutie, cutie. I don't know what cutie would be cute. I don't, I don't it's cutie. Uh, so we also have, um, we also have here some. What the hell is this? You got a Ventures uh, compact disc. Uh, what looks like a head of garlic, and a, a a coaster from the Hotel Paisano of Marfa, Texas. That I like.
0: Nice hotel. It's where they. Uh, it's where James Dean stayed uh, while filming Giant.
1: Oh, really? Is a pig? Is a toy pig on a on a no, tile babe. floor?
0: Hmm? He, he stayed at a different hotel while filming Babe. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: great James Dean film about a pig.
1: Babe. Yeah, that is a, that Dean's is a. Greatest. It's a truly great movie, Babe.
0: It's one of James Dean's greatest performances
1: so tell me there's a video there's also a video here you're clearly panning your cam, mm. your f- cameras your phone's camera over a gathering of uh, men eating lollipops yeah and then another one of men on the beach and i of them i only recognize you uh aj and andy greer what what is this uh, tableau? and
0: farmer joel meister Where's Shane? Um, I didn't see Shane in there. He's in there. Uh, He might have had hair.
1: Oh, that would explain it. Hair. Uh, Joel Meister. Yeah. Uh,
0: Nate Sandstrom. Yeah. I think that accounts for everybody. Jeremy Holt is one of the people in there. Uh, That's my bachelor party. Mm. Panoramic shots of my bachelor party at uh, Grand Isle, Louisiana.
1: Yes, I was busy caring for an infant. That's right. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like these photographs. Um, they're sort of like if William Eggleston had never left the house. If William Eggleston had to take care of a two-year-old, yeah, um, we we might have gotten photos like these. These are good. These are good. That's high praise, my friend. I like your Instagram. I love. I like William Makepeace. Yeah, yeah, he's re- he's real good. He's still alive, isn't he? Still alive. Old. Yeah. One thing I loved. I love about him. His method. You've seen. Well, I'm sure there. We've talked about it before. I think there are multiple documentaries about him. But there's one of them. I've only seen one of them. Uh, really liked it. Um, and it shows him out working. And yeah. he when he is out working, he is shooting with a. Uh, contacts, autofocus rangefinder. Um, mm-hmm. f- from I guess the I guess it's a '90s camera. It's a great camera, and I used to have one when I when I shot film. But anyway, he would shoot one,
0: one, one or two little shots. Yeah, from, he
1: would from see. Or ways too, I think. Maybe not uh, some of them, I'm sure. But it's like he, like I'll, I think most photographers, if they see something they want to photograph, they'll photograph it you know a dozen times um but he would just take one or two and i i like that It's sort of i kind of t- took it to heart and when when i am in, going through a in being into photography phase that's what i try to do yeah cuz i don't I think it
0: translates to other other activities
1: yeah like making making rock demos yeah i think uh, i think a lot of music doesn't really benefit from being demoed um, because yeah. you're unlikely to, um, you're never going to capture the feeling of recording the song for the first time, yeah. um, and that's sometimes a great feeling.
0: Our notion.
1: Yeah. That's so you've got good. this. You've got this thing here. It's um, from a couple of months ago. It is a crayon drawing um, of a really strange-looking man with a big bloodshot eye and what looks like a dick sticking out of his head. And yeah. it says poet. You yeah. want to talk about this?
0: Well, I was drawing things for Oscar. Um, yeah. I think you'll see it's also a drawing of a bear adjacent yeah. to the poet. We're drawing lots of things, and then sort of not trying to color inside the lines, but using color as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's since gotten into coloring, uh, which is a great step because that coloring is its own babysitter,
1: you know. Mmm, mm, very good.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, I started sort of drawing figures, and I thought that that looked like a poem. We were drawing words, and uh, I don't know. I thought I'd try to introduce the idea of, of, of poetry to the conversation.
1: I don't know if I understand the. Um, it's a nice four-letter.
0: It's a nice simple four-letter word, um, like bear
1: or. Thine. Is this a word? Is this a word he says? Is this a word Oscar will? Does he know that you are a poet?
0: No. He doesn't know what I he doesn't know that I'm different from his mother.
1: <laughs> he doesn't?
0: Well, I think he's beginning to. But mommy and daddy are pretty interchangeable words. <laughs> I mean he can he can identify as Santa at a hundred paces. Sure. But uh, uh other people are all kinda of interchangeable. <laughs> and nice
1: in his yeah. experience. Well that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain that the um the, the phallus that's it, emerging from the poet's head? I
0: think it's a, a bill of a hat.
1: I don't think that's a hat bill.
0: It wasn't intentionally a penis.
1: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been said before.
0: <laughs> and penises are all... Intentionality is a big part of penishood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, the bear's cute, though. It's a cute bear. Although he's he's got a um, he's got a uh, like a like a webbed foot.
0: Yeah, I'm bad at feet and hands. <laughs> I'm really bad at drawing feet and hands, even for a bears.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: A lot of our a lot of our domestic life is governed by the comings and goings of invisible bears <laughs> that we have to either hide from or pursue, or be. <laughs>
1: ooh uh, so you wanted to talk about uh, you wanted to talk you wanted me to talk about my encounter with uh Martin Amos we well, did you talk gave about me a this te-
0: you gave me a teaser about it three or four weeks ago and then we we were unable to um to talk I think over Christmas yeah and I think's it gone out of your head.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, super exciting. I didn't spend a lot of time with him. Essentially, uh, my bandmate, Lauren, and I went up to uh, Colgate, got, drove an hour and a half to hear um, Martin Amis give a reading. And um, it, it, he the reading wasn't that great, sadly. Yeah. It was kind of incoherent. Um, he actually opened it not by reading anything, but by um, berating America for its... Uh, gun gun policy Hmm. um which was which was solid he was very well spoken on the subject and he just basically said we're a bunch of crazy idiots and then he read a bit from his new book um he just seemed to be picking excerpts at random that he liked but that didn't translate well read aloud and uh he read them he kind of hurriedly you could tell that he was very eager to just get the whole evening over with and go back to Brooklyn where he has been living. But then, right. and after the reading, um, we waited for him, because I had weaseled us into the, din- the, the dinner that was going to happen afterward. Um, so there's a long line to sign books, and we had to hang around and wait for the books to all be signed, and then we were all going to go down to the to the place where the meal was to take place. This lovely... Lovely old house called Merrill House, um, which at the writers' conference I I often attend in the summer. Um, it's where all the all the drinking happens. So I talked to him a bit as we were walking down the hill. Essentially, the entire evening he was either if he was outdoors he was smoking a cigarette, and if he was indoors he was smoking an e-cigarette, and uh, he was vaping. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, we talked about Hitler. Walking hmm. down the hill together, we talked about Hitler, and then um, is he fond of us? Uh, what's that?
0: Is he fond of him?
1: He's interested in him, that's for sure. Is he nostalgic? Uh that's an interesting question. Perhaps, perhaps he's nostalgic for, um, for a time when, when someone could be despised so thoroughly. Hmm. Um. And then I sat next to him after dinner for a while, and uh, he um, he talked about Hitler some more. So I I, th- I think that he was just looking for he was either going to talk about Hitler or he was going to go home. And he talked about Hitler. Either talk Hitler or go home. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I really quite liked him. I you know he has a reputation for being something of a of prick, but um, he wasn't. He, I I liked him a lot. There was a great moment where. Um, when I sat down at the table, I, w- I did not, I'd not try to sit next to him. I sat kind of far away because there were a bunch of students who wanted to talk to him. And it, and, uh, um, but then some maneuvers happened where I was asked to go talk to him. I think, I think the people I knew there wanted me, the, a fiction writer, to go talk to the other sort of published fiction guy in the room. Um, so I sat next to him, and when I sat down, he immediately turned to me with a big smile on his face. And he gestured to this extremely intense young, tall young fellow, uh, some, I think, junior professor at Colgate, he must have been. He gestures to this guy and he says, ah, um, this fellow has been telling me that uh, modernism started in the 19th century. And it was clear that he didn't care when modernism (laughs) started, uh, but that he, but this, this guy, and this happened all night, I... I know this is a phenomenon, but I just find it so bewildering: is men sort of sidling up to someone famous and trying to prove how smart they are, and then sort of challenging the famous person's intelligence in some way? It's got to be exhausting, and it's it's rarely happened to me. I guess because I'm not famous, but um, uh, oh, it has occasionally.
0: People coming up and essentially speaking gibberish to you, nervous gibberish.
1: Well, but that, that they have planned out very clearly, planned out beforehand. Have a little speech, and there were, a lot of these guys had speeches ready for Martin Amos. They had ideas about things that they wanted him to hear, and then they, you know, they laid it out for him, and he just kind of nodded, vaping. Um, so what does this he saw... to do with I fail to see what this has to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he saw my arrival at the table as an opportunity to make fun of the guy who wanted to talk about when modernism started. Yeah. Um and what he did then was he completely ignored that guy who was leaning halfway over the table. He he had I had filled the space between him and Martin Amis and he hadn't this guy hadn't had the guts to sidle over himself to slide over to the seat right next to him, which I then sat down at. And then he was trying to lean all the way past me in the hope of regaining Martin Amos' attention. But Martin Amos had found a man who didn't mind hearing about Hitler for 15 minutes. <laughs> and that, that was me. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Was it a fun facts about Hitler sort of conversation?
1: Um, no. Well, some of it was, but see, I, wish I, I wish I could remember it. He was kind of um, riffing on Hitler's personality um his sexuality uh his um the sort of origins of his you know uh sickness um it was it was interesting i mean he's an interesting guy so it was it was a pleasure to meet martin Amos, is what i very good is what I come away with
0: not as fun of story as I was hoping for, but good
1: no yeah, I'm sorry about that yeah I thought maybe
0: it would be more ribald or farcical.
1: But uh, yeah. it's a
0: very civilized, very civilized mature uh, story
1: Yeah, it is, it is very pretty disappointing A yeah. professional story, John It's better It's better summarized in a text Which is, you know, I got a text from someone While I was, um, like right after the dinner yeah. Saying, you know, hey, guess what I'm doing right now I can't remember what it was It was some sort of vaguely fun thing And I said, oh really? I just spent 10 minutes talking to Martin Avis about Hitler Yeah, that's pretty good Yeah but that's about what as does, good as it has to be. I heard a joke. Do tell. What does an
0: angry pepper do? <laughs> know, what, what does, does an angry do? pepper do?
1: What does an angry
0: pepper do, Ed? It gets it gets jalapeno face.
1: God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: I only have room in my head for one joke at a time, and I can tell yeah. it four or five times, and then it's gone. So I think it's gone
1: now. <laughs> so that, that was number four or five?
0: That was the other fourth or fifth time.
1: Who got the uh, Who got the first bunch?
0: Uh, well, we had, had uh, uh, my friends Shane and Heather came over last night, uh, oh. and we had some Chicago-style deep dish pizza, spinach pizza, mm-hmm. and sat around and... Uh, is this the Shane? I know? In, Is this Yeah, Shane. Shane yeah, these are not not a couple of separately people. Yeah, um, I think I was able to tell it to each person as they came in. Uh, so Jill, and then Heather, and then Shane. I might have told it to Oscar. <laughs> now it's done. Now I needed a new joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're going down to New York City. Going down to Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: going down. Going down to Brooklyn on Thursday for the okey Panky launch party. I sure hope you all have a good time. I, I'm I'm bummed out that you can't be there. I am too. Can't do I, it. Wish, uh, I wish I wish we could get a grant to uh, fly you out. And a babysitter.
0: I don't usually know my pilot's first name. <laughs> we, uh... But, <laughs> but whoever you send... <laughs> Fine. The um, But instead of my presence You'll have the great Alice Spolin will be, will yeah, be there I'm And Anne Gisselson will be there Yep Who's much better than me Anne Giselson and her <laughs> husband Red Benechek, will be going It's a good excuse to go to New York from New Orleans yeah. F- Next to you of course And any listeners uh, My favorite people in the world uh, So that's It's going to be a quality crowd
1: yeah, I actually I've actually never hung out with Alice like that that uh, the night we met at that party we talked for a little while but our relationship has been entirely on Twitter and on this podcast so I'm very excited and gonna meet Alice's boyfriend who's flying out with her and uh, I guess I met Anne in uh, New Orleans long time, um, yeah. but haven't seen yeah. her since so I'm looking forward to it and the, her essay that we are publishing on Monday is excellent I'm very excited about it He's got a lot of them I put up a little a little teaser post on Okiepanky today did you see that
0: no oh, I haven't seen it yet
1: it's uh if you go to dot com you'll see it it's a little panel from from Sam Mills uh, comic
0: I like uh, I
1: well' say that it say, say that say that
0: again you're you're breaking but up, particularly the graphic aspect of it, the cartooning aspect. I'm excited about every aspect of Ilky Panky, but um, I'm really excited to see what we come up with um, in the, the the cartooning and graphic side of of
1: it. Uh, so I far, I like this shark. Yeah, it's a shark, shark. with boxing gloves on.
0: But his opponent does not have boxing gloves. No. At all. It seems like no. a mismatch. A mismatch. It's like they are not there for the same reason. These two figures.
1: Yeah the 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 um the shark has hairy legs and is wearing boxing gloves and it, its opponent is a girl in in tight jeans and a peasant blouse. Yeah, sort of striking a coquettish pose.
0: From a Milo Manara uh,
1: cartoon they're bringing very different weapons to this, uh, to this party. Yeah. Um, but I think you'll like this comic. Um, we've got something from, uh, Mari Naomi. Have you heard, seen her stuff online? She publishes yeah. in the rumpus. Sometimes is a, um, uh, memoir, yeah. uh, that she's given us an excerpt of. I think it's going to be published later this year. And, uh, we got a bizarre comic from G.W. Duncanson, um, who's been an internet friend of mine for years and became a cartoonist uh, during Hurricane Sandy when the power went out. Mm-hmm. There was nothing to do. So he decided to try to draw some cartoons. And <laughs> he it like became a life calling instantly. Yeah. And uh, he, he's got a comic in this year's Best American Comics 2014. And he gave us a really strange comic um, about a, a guy who voluntarily has his legs removed below the knee um and we've been promised something from one other person i won't i won't say who until we get it and uh i've my fingers crossed about a couple of others but um yeah i'm glad we're doing the cartoons i'm i'm excited about it it also will be you know when you when you go to our page with any luck you'll see a bunch of images as well as text and uh you know it'll look interesting exciting 2015. is the year of Okey It's the year of Okey Yep. I forgot it was 2015. You're right. Yep. Oh Sign God. your checks differently. Checks. I'm doing the <laughs> thing now where you just hold your telephone up to the to the swipey thing. Money comes out. And it out. just it just charge. Nothing comes out. It just charges. You yeah. put you put the phone up there and you put your thumb on the thumb reader thing. On your phone, yeah. and it makes a ping. It takes about a second, and then uh, you've paid.
0: You said that your um, grocery store accepts that now. Yeah. What else around Ithaca? I haven't seen anything uh, in Seattle. Yeah. No, 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 that's true. The Whole Foods does, but I haven't seen it uh, many other places. And this is a the tech uh, city, John.
1: The other the, the other grocery store in Ithaca does, but only about half the the aisles work. Here's the thing: is you. The the stores don't need special hardware to do it. It's like the same hardware that has been reading their cards for the past few years are all equipped with this, um, whatever it's called the, um, you know the you can zap signals the near near field communication, yeah yeah, uh, and so it works even at places that don't they didn't realize it was going to work. Mm. Some of them have intentionally turned it off. So that they can jo- join an awkward consortium uh, that will have its own payment system. Because mm. uh, the problem with the Apple thing, apparently, well, it's not a problem to me. Is they that the store doesn't get your information? They don't have your credit card number. Or they can't track your purchases. It's, it doesn't register as you. It's all encrypted and it goes directly to your credit card without the store seeing it. And they they want that they want that data. So. I'm sure they can buy it from Apple. I doubt that. Surely, no. God, I hope not. I mean, that's the whole reason I use Apple stuff as opposed to other stuff is that they're they're not selling my information and they're not showing me advertising. This is a thing. I, I'm, I'm being unreasonable about this. I think I went to um, not to talk about tech stuff, but I decided to try to use the. I've been using a third party Twitter client on my phone for you know for years. And um, I decided to try out the, the stock Twitter app. Um, and it's full of advertising. And mm. I thought that I would be able to stand it, but I can't. I cannot. I can't bear to look at advertising. I want to pay a fee. I want to pay an annual subscription fee and not ever look at ads. Ever. I don't want to look at ads at all. Yeah.
0: Not even tantalizing ads? No. That are trying to pique your curiosity?
1: Those are all of them, Ed. Mm. Well, it, if it's about it's a, something that's particularly berrylicious. That's right. Or has yeah. e- e- extreme cheesiness, cheese yeah. flavor.
0: What if it in, in, includes some tips to lose weight?
1: Well, I don't want. To, I there's plenty of those. I can find them if I want those tips. And I, besides, I know how to lose weight. Stop, stop drinking gin at <laughs> night, and don't have those. Uh, don't have any more of those uh, gushy little uh, peach flavored, sugar covered candy rings that Rain bought at PNC, and don't eat the kids' ice cream, and yeah. uh, you know, and and walk every day. That's a list. But that's how you. That's how you that's do it. But that's the, four the,
0: tips. Yeah, John yeah, Lennon's four tips to healthy eating.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: listicle. Send so that Put it out.
1: What's the difference between a list and a listicle? I don't know.
0: That's a good question. I think a listicle is just a list that is exists for meme and clickbait purposes. Okay. A list that's aspiring to virality. <laughs> Let's let's can reach for the stars too, John. <laughs> it's not just listeners to the, the Casey Case and Weekly Top Forty.
1: <laughs> Get those clicks. Reach for if the clicks. On the ground and reach for Will we have enough clicks? Will oki-panky have a sufficient number of clicks? Will we feel that we need more clicks?
0: I feel like we'll always have a thirst for clicks.
1: Right, click thirst is great.
0: Everyone wants to talk about my click drinking, but nobody wants to talk about my click thirst.
1: <laughs> so you've, we, you've you've been light on the um, on the life information today, Ed. What do you want to talk about?
0: I gave a reading. I went to, there was a festival here in in Seattle. The, it was called the Big Ass Boombox Festival. Mm-hmm. I did. No, you, of course um, did you didn't. Both music and literature, and I gave a reading, and I read new stuff, stuff that I'm working on that's been on my mind, which I I like to do, <laughs> and usually, because it goes well, it did not go well.
1: Oh, so, really?
0: I mean, people were, and it was a small enough crowd that I knew most everyone there, people were, you know, friends who were curious about what I'm up to, and, and I just... Uh, I read it I hadn't read it aloud it just was not good work was not good not done the work will be good when it's done but I realized I'm not done
1: and did the did the crowd um it was it the crowd's reaction that told you this or just as the words were coming from your mouth you read as I was reading it, I was just like oh this is not
0: which has probably affected the way I read it. it probably just sort of became a feedback loop but but uh people were nice about it but I think that other people seemed to realize that it was not my finest hour or
1: mm-hmm.
0: 15 minutes. I'm that's sorry. I, I got more out of it probably. I mean, I, it probably make, made me work harder the last few days than if I had, had come home smug and self-satisfied right. and thought, really nailed it right there. <laughs> the fine poet I am. <laughs> Adjust my laurel I Drink this wine um, So I drink know, this wine a, It was very tonic As an experience
1: Good Good Well I, I'm glad you have a positive attitude about it By the end of my book tour um, I thought that everything That I wrote was terrible um, It was making me very It was all making me very unhappy um, and the final reading, and it was even it was even going over well, it was, the, it was the book and CD release party here in Ithaca. Got a nice big crowd. Um, people were laughing at the story, but every word that came out of my mouth, I, I could not wait for it to be over. I just couldn't, I could not wait for the reading to end. And I realized I've been reading too much. I've been doing too many readings.
0: Readings are great,
1: but they're not, it's not the... Uh
0: purpose of writing
1: no not the best you know media. i'm doing i am excited about one though i'm doing a reading with Valjana in march
0: oh, excellent they're in town at, somewhere
1: at cornell in fact the university it's, it's the uh, annual cleveland memorial reading which is uh usually faculty members and <laughs> uh the rotation has come back around to me um and, uh, well, actually it had come back around to my colleague Helena, but then she, um, unexpectedly decided to take an extra semester of leave off and we needed to plug someone in. And I thought, you know, you know who ought to read with Valjana, you know who I would like to hear read with Valjana myself.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to share the spotlight. I'm going to give myself a little of the spotlight that Valjana will yeah. be in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have, uh, I have walked around. Uh, the city of of Washington D.C. and Baltimore with Valjana, yeah. and uh, felt like it it uh, reflected well on me to be in her company.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. no question. There's no question. She she improves your standing wherever you happen to be standing. It
0: does, it really does.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's good reading. That'll be good. Um, I don't have a lot else to report. I uh, we watched uh, watched a few movies with the kid lately, watched toy story and Wally. Yeah. Um, cause he's old enough and we figure we can get a little bit of TV time. If it's something measured and like a, a movie, sort of like he can tell when it's done and then we can shut off the TV. Whereas so you're, it's like you're, a, you're speaking to something else that he feels like it needs to continue. Like something right. that's episodic. He wants, he wants to binge watch, um, uh, uh, and so we watched these, these things, and I, I afterwards, um, I, if we, after Wally, I was, was thinking about it, I, I didn't know, I wasn't sure whether it was a cartoon or not. I mean, I knew that it wasn't live and real, it wasn't a documentary. But I couldn't visually recall the difference between something cartooned uh, or digitally rendered and something that's, you know, live action and something that's a hybrid. I really? I'm not sure about a lot of things right now, a lot of movies, whether they were cartoons or digitally rendered, live, or uh, you know, something in between.
1: That's a little bit disturbing.
0: Well, I think part of it is that there is not much difference between these things now. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it reflects on something cognitive on my part. I think it, it's... Uh, it has something to do with memory of images, memory of, of movie. Uh, but uh, I, this, is, this is something alarming to me about that. Uh,
1: the, do you think? Do you think there's going there's there's going to be some consequence to this change? The filmmaking, the blurring to, of lines, the, the no 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 longer able to tell to recall which thing a thing is.
0: That's a problem. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the more blurring is the less, uh, the, the less, uh, the, the further movies move from the way that theater works and the way that theater classically moves us. Yeah. Right? Being in the presence of another person pretending to be a hero or something. as it, You know, the whole Arist- Aristotle, Arist- Aristotelian diagram of what happens to us when we're watching a play and how it moves us and...
1: And, uh,
0: we our identification and the catharsis and how it it has an impact on us emotionally and and uh, it affects the way we think and the way we we judge right and wrong and and uh, it makes us better people. It lifts us up, challenges mm-hmm. us, and lifts us up. I think is is really dependent on feeling like we're uh, sharing an experience with a person, not just the the, the character but the the mediating figure the actor right yeah that's a big part of it and I think we're moving towards actorless films films without with, with fewer and fewer human aspects
1: well there's no there are no actors in the first half of Wally if i if I remember correctly there's no right. nothing there's no dialogue the images Very little. of Fred Willard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Flippering images of Fred
0: Willard. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess that's you know, I, I'm. I tend to be a contrarian about a lot, a lot, a lot of things, which is probably a, it's a personal weakness of mine. But among them is this idea that. Um, all right. Well, he, I'll just go ahead and say what I was going to say, which is. I was at the bookstore the other day waiting to meet my son who was coming out of his bass lesson. He was going to meet me at the bookstore afterward. And there was a girl shopping for books there. Uh like a teenager. And I thought that girl looks really familiar. She she must look like someone famous. Like she had a glow. Yeah. Right? She she, ha- she sort of had an aura of of uh like public importance. To her. And I was trying to think of what actress she resembled, who I'd seen it on, on television or in a movie lately. Ruth Buzzy. It, it, it was not Ruth Buzzy. Uh, and it turned out um, it wasn't until Toby showed up that I suddenly remembered. And the two sort of glanced at each other, like acknowledged each other, that I realized that the reason I know her is she was in the high school play that Toby was ah. in. And, and I realized this. had happened a few weeks before I went to the movies with Toby, and we walked into the you know we walked into the theater area at the mall, and there was a kid sitting on a bench, and I immediately thought, "Oh, that guy's famous," but it was just a kid from the play, right? And uh-huh. of course, the, both of these kids are pretty good actors for you know for high sure. school students. Um, but the fact is that I had st- and I was only at the play because Toby had, was an extra and i wanted uh-huh. to see toby sitting you know bumbling around in the background or or saying his one line or what have you um and uh but the fact is just the, just the just the fact of having seen them on stage performing for the public yeah. and me being a member of the public gave them gave these kids these like 17 year olds this kind of aura of of famousness that yeah. they had sort of their part of them had kind of lodged in my consciousness. And uh, maybe it's a bad thing that there's no uh, analog to that in the, in the digital realm. Maybe.
0: I don't know. Well, I, th- I think you lose that, uh, that essential uh, human reaction. I think you can be. It, it, it would, if you lose the people, you lose the purpose. It's just, it's just mere entertainment. It's child's entertainment.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, its its purposes are are merely for instruction.
1: You, I have noticed you've been down on filmed, popular filmed entertainments a great deal. I a, in the past well, I, I don't get to, I don't get to go to the movies
0: um often and i love going to the movies um and also i just haven't i just haven't seen anything good i mean i, I think what i've seen that is good is not excellent Mm-hmm. in i don't know uh, yeah the people there don't seem to be enough we're not in a, gr- a great age of movies
1: no but you you weren't happy with um, I think you you had some unflattering things to say about Breaking Bad. Did I? Did you not? Yeah. yeah. I think I lot. think you found I think you found the whole like compulsive watch watchiness of it to be manipulative in some way. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's a, it's fine
1: It's a comedy. Um, it really it's was a
0: comedy. comedy.
1: Yeah, I think Breaking Bad's a comedy. Um, I think it has aspects of comedy. It's a comedy it's comic, in the way that it's all comic it's, actors. All right, sure. Most entirely comic
0: actors. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess it's a little. I'll give you the Breaking Bad's a little dark.
1: <laughs> Thanks for going out on a limb with that one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will posit. That the TV series *Breaking Bad* is a little dark
0: <laughs> has among has it a, a tendency towards the shadow.
1: <laughs> How do you justify this view? You might ask. Well,
0: <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, I don't know what else is what else was. So you're going to go to New York. You're going to. Uh, uh, grab a meal before the Okie Panky?
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: where are you gonna I,
1: go? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I emailed Alice to see if she and Chris wanted to get wanted to join me for some food before the before the party. I don't know when they're getting to town. Uh, and I'm actually going to be there for a couple of days because uh, I'm going to meet my family at my parents' house on Saturday. Uh, so I'm just going to stay in New York until Saturday. So I'm going to meet up with various friends and eat various meals. But I don't know where the friends are going to decide because they're the ones who live in New York City. So next time I talk to you, I'll probably have some very uh, tasty anecdotes to yeah. share.
0: Uh-huh. I do want
1: to tell you about one. I do want to tell you about one other thing. Something Owen uh, sent me. Um, go to the go to this go to this website. I'm going to. I'm gonna put it in the, in the in the Skype call for you, if I can remember how to do this. No, that's not right. This? No, that? No. Damn it! How do you do this? Send files. About- there, it there it is. There it is. No. Oh, it's no, no, anyway. a
0: little dialog box at the bottom.
1: Oh, with is the it? plus.
0: Uh, there's a there's a there's a, a thought balloon. Or a yeah. Speech book. Yeah. Press the speech bullet a little.
1: Yeah. Instant message. Do I do that? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. Here, here you go. This is, um, oh, hi. You sent me a hi. Uh, I'll, I'll put this in the notes too. Um, this guy, Anthony Snyder, Owen came across his webpage because, um, he was looking for stuff about, um, methods of solving the Rubik's Cube, which is a hobby yeah. of Owens, you might recall. Yeah. This guy um, invented a, 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 you know, a method um, for solving the cube and also uh, be- believes himself to have invented a lot of other things, uh, including the Windows operating system. And he's one of these guys, one of these very smart guys who thinks that his own his own uh, failures in life are the result of other people stealing from him and not being fair to him. Yeah. Um, And he's, he's talking about how he, he invented something called the boxes operating system when he was 16. This was in 1980. And he said, uh, I demonstrated this at a, to-be-well-known computer club shortly after the club first formed. I also demonstrated multiple simultaneous instances of my Word editor running inside these boxes. Each of the original members were present. They all watched me as one of the members copied the OS right after he asked, and I told him no. Years later, I discovered that this member was personal friends with Steve Jobs and had likely given him a copy of my OS. I also learned this was a critical time when they were stuck while trying to port the code they received from Xerox for spelled with a Z, for a windowing OS. My OS ran on the same CPU that Apple used, making it very easy to port while the Xerox code was designed for a different CPU, making it hard to port. A number of people believe they used my code in making the first publicly available windowing OS sold with each Apple Lisa computer, which was later reverse engineered by Microsoft to make Microsoft Windows. Yeah,
0: well, that dude was fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I find this, this page very interesting. And then he, and then I like becomes, the
0: 35 year old pictures of floppy disks.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. That were truly right. floppy. Yeah, this, this other is another thing. In my early 20s, I remember getting a phone call from someone that would not identify himself. He seemed angry. He kept asking me questions about my computer language, particularly how many people did I have working on the project. I said just myself and one partner. He told me he was trying to do the same thing with 300 programmers. Then he hung up. Back then, who had 300 programmers working on a language? Starting about then and over time, I can account for a number of strange and bizarre events that I can best summarize as third-party
0: meddling. Third-party meddling. I like the picture of his father, I think, by a bunker. Yep. But uh, people often asked my dad why he went through so much work to build such a major underground bunker. (laughs) He would never give details, only a single vague answer.
1: Them. Yep. Later, I made some more money, then lost it due to a series of con artist attacks, a psycho ex-girlfriend, Poor business management skills and considerably more bizarre and threatening third party meddling. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. He He's good at Qbert, though. Yes, he was. Set the record on Qbert.
0: I like the flyer from Showbiz Pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of great. I don't mean to laugh, because this guy's clearly Very talented at a lot of things, but is also suffering a great
0: deal. I like the picture of him with uh, a sort of uh, fatherly vampire, Ralph Nader. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's his father. I think it's his father. (laughs) That's his father. (laughs) Uh, And perhaps the best thing about the page... Is what's yep. the what's the what's the far bottom of the page? What's the last thing on the page? Donate. A donate
1: button. A donate button with a series donate of little credit, credit text, credit yeah. card images. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I maybe i to click it. I'm gonna donate. I'm enjoying this. Anyway, so yeah, uh, SnyderMind.com. I encourage our listeners to go to it. Um, so be, I'm it could gonna be, true. be right. We're getting uh, we're getting close to to wrap up time i'm uh, i've been revising my novel are you going to we going to
0: change lunchboxpodcast.com to lunchboxmind
1: lunchboxmind.com lunchmind
0: the story of how our our we had originally come up with the idea of cereal <laughs> um, but then we started getting strange phone calls from chicago npr phone, uh, who else you know but the Chicago NPR affiliate, This American Life, would make such calls. Uh, we can't <laughs> prove that they stole cereal from us.
1: I'm sure that was Ira Glass hang, calling me and hanging up on me.
0: And it's just you two guys? Got a staff of 300.
1: That's impossible.
0: Page two? Or it could have been the ghost of Paul Harvey.
1: Yeah?
0: It's act two, act three, not page two. I was conflating Paul Harvey and Ira Glass, not for the first time.
1: <laughs> the They're pretty different,
0: are they? They like to enumerate things. They like to break out their show into, into numbered sections.
1: They do. It's true. They and they like to uh, like to tell stories from the people.
0: They do. They do. They are very are similar. The, Paul Harvey. What are the people's Glass.
1: concerns? What mm-hmm. are the people? What's going on with the people? We're going to yeah. talk about them. Did yeah. you like Serial, Ed? Did you listen to Serial?
0: I liked it at first. Um, I liked the, the the project of it. Um, I hope there's more. Uh, like I said, like I think you know, podcasts are they are, one of the things of whatever popularity they have is they are using kind of new media to do what a lot of the social media doesn't, which is just like little zips, right? Uh, yep. So, extended conversations, extended interviews, extended journalism, uh, at a time when a lot of the other things that we're learning how to use are ultra-brief, right, right. like uh, uh, a 140-word uh, petition, you know. Yep. Um, and uh, I, th- I thought Serial really stretched that, um, yeah. formally.
1: It's
0: great. Yeah. Um, I liked I think it all the way
1: to the end. I must say, a, a, yeah. But I, I, did, was, I yeah, didn't really. Yeah. Good. I I didn't really have any expectations about. It seemed no. clear early on that there would be no real answers. It would just be an exploration of all the weird, these weird lives intersecting, and the and the vagaries of people's memory and. Yeah. Um, you know, I am disappointed they never uh, had an interview with Jay, but. Other than that, I th-
0: have you read the slate has been, Slate has interviewed him.
1: Yeah. I have they published the second part yet?
0: I think they've published three parts.
1: All right. I'll go read the second and third then.
0: Um, uh, yeah. I like, I, mean, I like crime stories. I mean, yeah. it, it, it fit a lot of my interest. You know, you know I like that, you know, I like detective stories. And, and, uh, I think, I think what I liked most about serial was really in my mind. Like like reading about it outside of the podcast, yeah, seems weird to me because to me it's all fiction. I I know that it was real reporting, but the the pleasures of it were the the pleasures of. uh, uh, I liked it as um, an an artifact from some weird crime novel that has yet to be written. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you know, Uh, I liked it. I was, uh, it brought a lot of a lot of people to the idea of listening to podcasts, and so a lot of magazines have had like lists of, you know, podcasts or things that you should listen to, and there's not, they're nothing that I listen to or like. Um, so I, I think it'll. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I think. It's early in the morning here, John. You have the. You always have the. Uh, the upper hand in these conversations. I've
1: been, I've been, have the tactical advantage. You know, we could we could do this anytime. We could do this. Uh, you're you're the one who went, who started asking to do it first thing in the morning. It seems to be well. I mean, that's, yeah, look, that's when that's you have
0: what works best for me, and my voice yeah. is at its deepest and most sonorous, <laughs> and most stentorian, early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't mind not having the upper hand in the conversation. I don't mind. <laughs> okay. All right. That. That. Uh, 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 I'm a little slower.
1: Uh, I have a little. T- I have a tally going. For, I have a list in my one of my notebooks with the name of each podcast, and then a little check mark to, uh, for the ones that I won. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm oh. I'm ahead at the moment. Are you ahead. I think I won this one.
0: I don't see it as a competition. I don't see friendship as a competition, <laughs> going, But I. <laughs>
1: Well, then you're, you know, you're at even more of a tactical disadvantage than, uh, <laughs> That's right. than I thought. Yeah. You don't even know it's a competition, you idiot.
0: There was How a, are you going to win
1: if you want to acknowledge t-
0: that? I, probably, I think about this a lot. There was a, some weird Fox News, Fox uh, TV show a number of years ago about uh, people in competition with animals. Um, <laughs> it, had, it had Sprinter, what was it Sprinter? We had, had Carl Lewis, Olympian Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis, racing a giraffe.
1: Who won? It's The draft. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think it's. I think it might have. I think Carlos might have won because the draft might have stopped. And there were <laughs> there was commentary over it, and uh, you know you know kind of a play by play and a color man talking about it. And they're you know, talking about you know, how fast giraffes can run, how fast Carl Lewis can run, and they're like, what are some of the factors in this? Well, you know, Carl Lewis, you know, he hasn't he hasn't you know, he's had a little bit of a layoff. He hasn't you know, he's not at the peak of, of his running career. Uh, so if, you know he might be able to win if he's really really focused and uh, you know, gets a good start right out off the block. Uh, and then for the giraffe, the main problem, the main uh, thing that the, the giraffe has to overcome is not knowing that it's a competition. <laughs> that was real television. Was
1: it's really a un- metaphor for something. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: uh, my favorite thing
1: That's, <laughs> That's so good. That <laughs> just feels so. It feels so relevant to something. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. It feels so important. That's so important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 we should stop there. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, have a good time at
0: the Okiepanky launch party, John.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll Instagram some photos of it for you. Oh, I look forward to that. Is that, is that proper usage? Can I use the use it as a verb? It's a verb. That's a verb. All right. It's a verb. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon, buddy. Are you hungry for lunch? Well, then let's have lunch. Do you want some lunch? Well, then we'll give you some lunch. Do you have a hanker for lunch? Well, then come... It's time for lunch box with Ada.